The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Shea Hazelwood is a visionary storyteller and artist blending the realms of art and narrative to inspire readers to embrace life's challenges and embark on a journey of profound self-discovery. And she's on the line with us here just now to talk about the Lunar Rain Art Project Poison Series 3 Set 1. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. So <laughs> what is the inspiration behind behind the Lunar Rain Art Project Poison Series 3 Set 1? So Series 3 Set 1 is um, part of Luna's uh, memoir. So the Lunar Rain Art Project is uh, broken into pieces. The book is broken into pieces and there are three series and there are three sets to each series. So there are nine books that will ultimately come back together as one book at the end of everything. Um, But series three is representative of, um, Luna was mysteriously ill during that time and the story unfolds rather slowly, but um, I I need the connections to come organically. So I don't want to say too much, I guess. It's interesting because it's kind of a collaboration between your writing and art. So how did that idea come about? That is really interesting. Um, I was, <laughs> when I started Lunar in Art Business, um, I was thinking I just want to sell my paintings. And um, it was super weird that it just flew up into whatever it is I do now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but um, we were talking about, we were just having a theoretical discussion of why we thought artists were more famous after they were passed and the conclusion we came up with was because their story got told after they were no longer present and I just thought well why don't I take and um, put the story of the painting on the back of the painting was my original idea I thought I'll pin it back there and sell the painting with the story attached but when I started to do that I realized that's really not going to be reproducible and um, something that I can sell so I started to think um, maybe I could put 
put them into a short story style book where it's the stories aren't necessarily like for children. They're adult stories, but they're very much in a childlike form, which sort of works because the first two series of Luna's story, she's a child. And how do you believe the visual elements add to Luna's story that words alone can't convey? The visual elements of the paintings are sheer emotion. They're, they're meant to sort of match the story um, to a degree but honestly when I'm working those paintings I am not done with that painting until that emotion is sort of sealed um, it would be it could be worked for a year or possibly longer than that until I feel that that is sorted and that story has been sorted to where it's a finished piece of work um, it can sit with me for some time which is actually why series two is out of order because series three was inspiration for me at a time when I had to just roll with the inspiration and Luna's story seems to be a blend of tragedy, adventure and self-discovery. So how did you approach crafting a narrative that captures such a diverse range of emotions and experiences? Well, the, um, the memoir is an actual narrative, so I, I don't have to work too hard to the story. Um, I have to work at my storytelling abilities is more um, the thing. So I have to mix in, um, I go through and I find um, messages and I find old letters, I find old blog posts, I find old, um, I find my doctor's visits. And in series three, set one, you will find that um, from 2013 to 2016 is when that book actually covers Luna's story. And um, what's happening during that time is she's rather naive. She has no idea what's going on. There's a time where she's rather ill and then things sort of settle, but she's in another place and she's with her family. And um, when she comes back away from her family, she starts to get sick again, which will be series, uh, or I'm sorry, series three, set two. And so series three, set one is only 2013 to 16. And in that book, she's like, well, maybe I have the flu or maybe I have this. And I want that to be representative to the reader that there's not too much foreshadowing because Luna doesn't have any during that time. She thinks that this is all normal. Yeah. (laughs) One of your hopes is that Luna's journey will inspire readers to embrace their own unique experiences. So how do you think Luna's character embodies that theme? And why do you think it's essential in today's society to help people in that way? I think that our own unique experiences shape our consciousness into what we are designed to be. And I think that we encounter these things in order for us to be shaped in such a way to help other people. And I experienced some things that um, a lot of people do experience, but I would say majority of people don't. And um, I had a lot of time to internalize those things from a very young age. And I had a lot of time in my own mind. And I think a lot of people are afraid to sit with their own thoughts. And that was something that was sort of forced on me. (laughs) And I, I came to this ability to sort of I call it floating (laughs) where no matter what's going on no matter if the world is burning down around you you have to float you have to be okay no matter how uncomfortable those feelings are you can't run from them they'll find you and I think in today's society it's easy to run away from our feelings because we have things that will distract us from them to the day we die but if we don't face them they're going to come out in physical forms in ways of like anxiety attacks and things like that because our body is going to reject what's happening on the inside and not being dealt with. Absolutely. Luna is described as a quirky girl with a lot of (laughs) heart. So 
How did you develop her character and were there any personal experiences or influences that contributed to shaping her personality? Yeah, I try to, because um, Luna is based off of my memoirs, but I try to remember who who she was because I'm not the same person that that happened to. So it's really interesting. It's almost like this sort of split has happened because it happened such a long time ago. But um, I try to remember like her innocence at that time. Did she know the things that current Shay knows like I I didn't know I didn't know those things so I can't portray the story that way I have to truly look through her eyes and her uh, knowledge of the world and a lot of it she just didn't have (laughs) Uh, because she's based on your memoirs how much of it is your own experience and how much is made up the entire thing is based on my experience there's nothing that is untrue that has been written um not even in the story part of the things everything the only thing i've changed right now are the characters um in order to give privacy i might have removed part of stories to make it more uh, acceptable that it was shared with someone else because they wouldn't want to encroach on someone's private conversations with me but um millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There was, so I dissected the things that I thought were too personal, but for the most part, everything is there. So there's probably less truth there than more, or there's more truth there than less. (laughs) Were you ever worried about putting stuff out there that's all true or did it maybe not concern you because it is 
presented as fiction. I think that what um, bothered me was that some of the stories can be, even, you know, writing the stories, I had a tough time writing them. And there's probably some typos to a degree in some of them because I couldn't force myself to reread them. So I wrote them and I put them in there and I thought I did it. I, I did what I need to do. And it might not be perfect, but it's going out because that's what I was able to do. But in my opinion, the person that I'm protecting in these stories, which is my younger self, she was silenced. She never got to tell anybody that every time she's tried to tell these stories, they were shut down or swept away like they never mattered. They matter. And so I put them in a book. And it's interesting you mentioned there could be typos because you didn't want to reread it. <laughs> yeah. Did you do this book completely by yourself then and not have like proofreaders and publishers and whatever? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's been crazy. So I'm hoping that that would change as I get a little further into the company too, that I can get some professional help. <laughs> yeah. And how have you found doing it all by yourself? Has it been challenging? It's been so challenging. I feel like I'm a juggler over here and I've popped all my balls in the air, but um, there have been days where I've been like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm doing okay with it. I just, um, it's so compartmentalized. Beyond the release of this book itself, Lunar Rain Art is offering apparel, art prints and more. So how do these additional elements contribute to your storytelling and the brand experience that you want to create for your audience? So I, um, prior to being the CEO of Lunar Rain Art, I was an instructor in my field and um, I, I adored teaching people. But one of the things that I learned was that not everyone picks up information the same way, that um, people are inspired by different things. And so I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to think of is how can I appeal to most people's like learning style to a degree? Um, not that I have something to teach them, but that um, I know that that helps get things across. And um, I do have a rather big message in the end here that I think I would like as many people to hear as possible. Um, and so I got visuals. I have things you can tangibly hold. I have um, the things you can read. I have things you can hear. I have a submersive experience. And if you want all of them, then go for it. But if you're just like an audio person and you tend to hear your world, then hear it. I have all the things you need to hear the Lunar Rain art world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Lunar Rain is described as a celebration of strength, emotions, and embracing one's true self. So can you tell us a bit about how this philosophy Philosophy is reflected in the broader mission and structure of your company. Yeah, I think that um, a lot of the blog posts that I do is focused around that. And um, I think the book itself will sort of, I think, do a really good job of explaining. I have a lot of philosophies that might not match public, uh, I guess not public, um, Big, big society like portions because it, it grates against it a little. It grates against that feeling. I, I don't agree that we aren't supposed to feel we're human beings. We have these incredibly large things inside of us that we do feel. And if we don't feel it, then I, like I say, I don't think that that works out well for us. And I don't think that we're getting some sort of authentic experience here. I'm not sure what the purpose of being even on earth would be if we're not getting what we're supposed to be here for and running away from everything. So I think what 
it is, is it's a support system to a degree and it's a haven because it's not accepted. It's not okay to be an emotional person anymore. For whatever reason, that's been validated as weak and um, a lot of other really negative connotations. And I guess what I want is for people to start embracing that that emotion and expressing yourself and communicating in ways that are honest and um, are not weaknesses. That that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that lunar and art offers a place for them to say, "I'm going to go against the social norm, but I have this place over here that I know I will be accepted for this." So that's kind of what I want. And as lunar and art continues to redefine the boundaries of storytelling, what can we expect in the future? Are there more stories coming up? There are. Um, I'm actually working on series two, set one, and that is going to release in March. And then um, series three, set two, Poison, will be released in June. Exciting. And what can you tell us about <laughs> them without giving too much away? So series two is interesting because in series one, um, Luna's a child and there's a lot of like really crazy things that happens to her. But series two, she's like this tiny alien that gets dropped into Earth because she's lived so different. And she's dropped into the middle of the United States in the Midwest, which is also a part of the world she's never lived in. So she's coming out of this sort of um, uh, group home sort of situation where she was a teenager. She didn't really have the high school experience. And then she goes to a whole other part of the world. But it's funny. It's a really funny series because what she's met with is comedy. (laughs) And... um, she doesn't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. And those years are really funny. And um, so series two, set one is probably more of a comedy. Series three, set two, will be called The Investigation. And um, that will build more on because it'll be through 2017 to 2020. And it will be my medical records really pick up around then. My symptoms really pick up around then. And I almost die in 2021. So it won't come out entirely with the next set. But the next set picks up significantly. Fascinating. And of course, it's Christmas this week, pretty much. So how are you celebrating that? And could you do a Christmas project at some point in the future, do you think? Yeah, I think I definitely could. Um, I'm not sure what that might look like, but I love Christmas. (laughs) When I decorate for Halloween, I put my Christmas tree up and I throw pumpkins on it. So I'm obsessed with Christmas. (laughs) Um, But I'd like to do something around Christmas. I, I really tend to do the YouTube videos, which is where I pour a lot of creative, like just extra. Um, It's not something I want to try to produce to make money or anything like that. It's just a product that kind of gets the creative grit out of me. And so those are like in TV series on YouTube. And I did one for Poison and I did one um, for a few other things, but I have one that I want to work on this year called The Lineville Horror. And it is part of Luna's story. It goes in, series four goes into fiction and it's just wildly imaginative fiction at that point. And um, before she goes to the world, which is going to be called the new world she goes through this place where she has to separate all of her shadows before she can enter into the new world and so she'll face all of her ghosts all of her demons but they'll appear as monsters and um that is going to be something i try to work on with youtube so um i'm not sure i'd love to do a christmas project but i think if i did it would probably be something more video related Ooh. well in the meantime where are we able to keep up to date with lunar rain art and find all your projects and in particular the lunar rain art project poison series three set one 
The website is Lunar Rain Arts with an S, lunarrainarts.com. And I have um, Poison listed on my website directly at this first page. If you just scroll down, it's right there. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today and have a great Christmas. Oh, thank you. You too. Merry Christmas. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.